We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know where you guys are on the um, Browns game against the Saints. And, and you know, we, we've done a lot of the what would this win mean. The reality is the, the win would just mean you live to fight another day, right? You, there, you need a couple losses from teams in front of you this weekend. The Jets did their part for your playoff chances last night. But as I've talked about all week, I'm, I'm not going to sell hope of a playoff I'll acknowledge that right now you have uh, either a 1% or a 2% chance of making the playoffs. That's a fact, or rather we think it's a fact. It's whatever mathematical thing they're trying to prove your playoff chances. But beyond that, it's not really until that final week of the season that I'm going to talk about the P word. Like seriously, like they have a chance. We'll get through all the possibilities. Again, once this weekend's over, if the Browns are still in playoff contention, we'll we'll walk through all the what-ifs have to happen. Earlier this week, we got into all the different machinations here. But, you know, I, I played a bit of Anthony Lima's rant earlier today at about 420, and he was talking about that he feels like people are celebrating 9-8 and eight here in Cleveland. And I just disagree. I don't see anybody celebrating 9-8. and eight. But I do think finishing 9-8 and eight does add some meaning to your season, right? Like, uh, you could have gone from 4-7 and seven to 5-12, and 12, all right? That doesn't have me jumping for joy, but it's at least something I can point to and say it could have been worse than it is. You, you dug yourself this gigantic hole, and you did as much as you could to dig out of it. That, that reflects positively on Kevin Stefanski, even though I still have questions about him. That reflects positively on that locker room, even though I think I have real questions about the the totality of leadership there. Like, we got the Jarvis Landry thing. Jarvis Landry's not going to play tomorrow. Uh, he went on IR. Neither is Chris Olave, by the way. So this is basically going to be, can Taysom Hill beat you? That's what tomorrow's going to be. You know exactly when they're, they're going to line that big bastard up and they're going to run him at your defense, and if you can't stop it, then I'm going to say fire Joe Woods even more. 
and they're going to make me do it on Christmas Eve, which is going to make me feel real extra douchey. But, like, just going through the different things here, do any of these things add meaning to the Brown season? It's still, I, I agree. Nine and eight and missing the playoffs in totality is failure. But I think there's something between success and failure. I do think your season can have meaning. Like if Deshaun Watson goes out there, and it's probably not going to happen this weekend, my thirst for Deshaun playing well is so strong that right now, guys, I'm begging for them to give him three shots down the field and Gale Force wins. In the same weather that made it impossible for me to get to downtown Cleveland today to do my show, so I'm, I'm doing the show in Manaway in the confines of my wife's office. That same weather, the weather that about blew my big ass over when I was walking today to the store from my truck to the, to the store doors. My thirst for Deshaun playing well and showing out and balling out on the field is so strong that I thought, let's give him three throws in this weather. That's nonsensical. I feel like I'm a fairly uh, logical person, right? And even I am getting thirsty to see vintage Deshaun. But speaking of adding meaning to this season, would Deshaun Watson balling out in at least one of the final three games? Is that is Does that add meaning to the Browns' season? Is that a, an acceptable silver lining? for the season because I do think if you don't see something from him and I actually think Deshaun's play it's funny I think Deshaun's play has mattered to more people around town than any one of us are giving like actually credence to that idea the Browns are two and one with Deshaun as a matter of fact the Browns are three and one their last four games they might not be winning on where we want them to be they are winning and yet it is as if any time we talk about the Browns season at a higher level, it's a failure. I think a lot of that is people's reaction to Deshaun Watson. And that to me is why if in one or two of these next three games, if Deshaun can get you, and it really, it's not about numbers. It's not. We've done the numbers thing, and every time – it, it, it's, it's kind of a moving goalpost. Even though they're very specific, it's kind of you can, you can have 250 yards in a touchdown and look awful in, in a loss or in a win, right? I mean, they're like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has had 300-yard games before where you if you watched it, you realize he played like crap. So it's not necessarily about the numbers. It's about how he looks. I think if you look at games – where we started, where Deshaun started, week 13 against Houston, and fast forward that through this last week. I think Deshaun has grown leaps and bounds. There were times during the Baltimore game, and you got, we, they were up 10 points. And I was saying, you know, why not use this opportunity to let one loose and fly down the field? We got Amari Cooper. Sending everybody, saying, hey, yeah, he's getting better in practice. You're starting to see the playmaking stuff happen. I think it's really – I think I think for us to, to look back on the end of this season, as important as winning six of your last seven games would be, if Deshaun doesn't have at least one or two games where Deshaun looks really, really good, 
it's just not going to be this. We're not going to evaluate. We're not going to feel as good about the season as we would. Like the difference between them going six and seven at the end of the season here, being nine and eight, and Sean continuing to look, eh, not great, not awful, not 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 what he did against Houston, but just not like a franchise quarterback. The difference between that. And going eight and nine, and Deshaun balling out in at least one of those games. I think, in terms of fan optimism and support, I think it's night and day. I I thought, and th- maybe I'm wrong on this. I thought the best thing for Deshaun is that they just win, because if they just keep winning, if they just win more than they lose down the stretch, we the rebuttal will be. Yeah, you know, Deshaun Deshaun didn't play the way we need him to. Deshaun didn't play like a franchise quarterback. The jury's still out there, but they won. It's wild to me that winning hasn't been the miracle salve. For for like our, I don't say optimism, but whatever frustration, latent anger that there just is at the Browns organization. And the Browns, I mean, in fairness, the Browns are not good at reading the room. The Browns, a day before Christmas, or Christmas Eve, with a 6-8 and eight record, and at, uh, at a point where, I'll be honest with you guys, I've never seen Browns faithful at each other's throats the way we are right now. Not even, not even at the height of Baker, the Baker Wars last year. I mean, I think this is left over from that. I think this is heightened because of that. But... I mean, Browns fans, it's it's the Cleveland Browns Civil War right now. And the arguments that we're having. Dustin and I have had just knock down, drag out, bleep you arguments over the Cleveland Browns. And not sports arguments. I think that's because Deshaun has underperformed. Or, or, or underserved our expectations. Is some of that you beat Baltimore with Tyler Huntley? I'm I'm sure some of that's adding to it. Is some of that um is some of that you beat Houston, who me, Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, and like eleven hobos who wanted Jimmy Haslam to draft Johnny Manziel? Is some of that the the eleven of us could band together the Avengers of Cleveland and beat that slap ass Houston team? Yeah, probably. But I, where I was wrong, or at least where it appears I was wrong to this point, I thought if you just kept winning, we could excuse Deshaun's slow roll to playing well. That has not happened. And maybe some of you were just where I was with that, with that Cincinnati game where it just left us infuriated. Maybe, maybe some of that's it. But in lieu of that playoff spot that we've talked about, and again, I agree with the the high-level concept. Anything other than playoffs is a silver lining. We agree there. But would Deshaun Watson balling out late in this season, at least once, if not twice, would that add meaning to the Brown season for you? I also think, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not trying to round up the, the silver lining police. There's something, in the same way that there's something to say, for playing spoiler for Baltimore. I think if the Browns help the Steelers secure Mike Tomlin's first losing season, I think that has real meaning. Not necessarily that we're going to look back, but it was like um, 
it was like the uh, the season where the Browns kept the Steelers out of the playoffs, the beginning of the Mangini uh, run at the end of 09. It was a, I think it was Thursday night football. It was so cold because I, I went to that game and I sat in the mid-level section and it was so cold that we were putting the hand warmers in our pants to, to get blood, you know, to just keep parts of you warm because we were afraid of a frostbite on our gentlemen. That's how cold that game was. That game or that season ultimately was an absolute disaster. But it was sweet in that moment of knocking the the Steelers out of the playoffs. So is securing Mike Tomlin's first losing season, does that add any meaning to this season? 216-578-0092. Is there anything that can happen short of the playoffs? That will add meaning to the Browns' season. But we got Daryl Ryder coming up. Uh, I do want to get his thoughts. He agreed with Anthony Lyman today that people are celebrating uh, mediocrity. And uh, I just think there's a difference between celebrating mediocrity if the Browns were to go 9-8 and eight or 8-9, eight and nine, which I think 8-9 I think and nine is the most likely record right now. But I think there's a difference between celebrating 9-8 and eight and saying, all right, what is, what is going 9-8 and eight mean? Because a couple of things that I mentioned out uh, mentioned, uh, you know, this idea of uh, that's probably going to help Mike Tomlin secure his first losing season in Pittsburgh. I think that's tangibly a positive thing. I think it might help secure Mike Tomlin leaving Pittsburgh. And I think Pittsburgh thinks that they're just going to, if they were to let go of Mike Tomlin or trade Mike Tomlin, I think Pittsburgh thinks that they can just go out and hire the next great coach, I think they'll fall flat on their – unless it's Brian Flores and they just promote him from within. I think Pittsburgh's going to fall flat on their face. I think Mike Tomlin has been propping up a bad organization for a really long time. I think this is going to be um, what the 80s were for the Pittsburgh Steve. Because never mind – I mean, they also – never forget, they also just lost Kevin Colbert as well. And I mentioned Deshaun Watson balling out in at least one of the three final games he plays. Here are another couple things. Going going nine and eight but firing Joe Woods. I, I think that would add meaning. And I and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to just continue to hammer Joe Woods. Uh it is Christmas Eve Eve evening, after all. But it's time. And, and to me, seeing Kevin Stefanski take up that leadership mantle and do the uncomfortable thing, it's not making the playoffs. It's not the ultimate validation, but it's at least something close to what I think a good organization would do. It's still a decent season, but you fell short of your goals, and we've got to go ahead and reset the deck to help us get where we need to be. 216 Outside of making the playoffs, are there things that can add meaning to the Browns' season? We won't celebrate them, I promise. But are there things the Browns can do with the final three games that can add meaning to this season? Lewis has been waiting on hold here. Welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, Nick. Uh, what was our record last year? That'd be eight and nine. No. What was our record last year? Uh, yours and mine? Or the Browns? No, the Browns' record last year. What was our record last year? That was eight and nine. We were eight nine last year, so if we yes, went out, we'd be nine and eight. So to me, that's an improvement. Okay, that, I mean, that's number I, one. Okay, go ahead. 
Number two, Deshaun, as far as Deshaun, say, for instance, I'm going to give you this example. Say, for instance, you have been walked in three months. So you take every day that you have been uh, bore weight and you multiply that times three. So that's almost like a year that you haven't walked. So during that time, your muscles have, have atrophied, your bones have decalcified. So, in other words... It's got dark you, real quick. Right. For you to get up and try to, you know, run a mile, it's not going to happen. For you to get up and try to walk down the hallway, it's not going to happen. We need to scale back our expectations because it's going to take a minute. He hasn't played in two years. It's going to take a minute. So yeah, Lewis, I, I, can, I, can I actually – I got to say, buddy, I – you just can't we you can't move the goalpost for a two hundred and thirty million dollar quarter. I mean, I think we already have moved the goalpost. Like, I think the fact that all of us don't come out every every Monday and scream, Dear God, he's not a two hundred and thirty million dollar quarterback yet, I think that's I think we've already moved the goalpost enough for Deshaun, haven't we? I don't think so. But you know, to me he's making strides. He's making improvements. I see some things, you know, in the game that he you know, his ability to move the team, you know, uh uh, when he made that play and that guy was draped over his legs and he hit uh, people's zones, that fourth down play, I was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm like, okay, I've seen glimpses. We just got to give him some time, man. Yeah, I think, and I thank you for the call, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, he's not a first-round quarterback. Like, there were, there were Jets fans last night watching Zach Wilson, who has been an unmitigated disaster in the NFL. Guarantee you, there were Jets fans saying, hey, Zach Limbs, the dude's been playing in the NFL for almost two full years. He's now been benched twice for other quarterbacks. The idea of glimpses in Zach Wilson's situation, you're no longer looking for glimpses. You're looking for the guy not to play like crap. And it's tough because I, I, I objectively can say the quarterback that came out against Houston and played against Houston Deshaun has looked better. Deshaun has shown growth. I think the courtesy that the people have given Deshaun in this town, and by in courtesy, I, I do think the fact that we're not screaming every single Monday, that's not enough. That's not what we signed up for. Although I actually might have just directly quoted somebody from this station today, and that's not what we signed up for. But I think the fact that all of us aren't doing that, I think that's the courtesy that he's got. I don't think that courtesy extends in any way to next year. And I think if you don't see vintage Deshaun or something like it, right, he goes out there, makes a makes 15 big plays, and he's the reason you won a game. If you don't see anything close to that this season, I think there are going to be a lot of people going into next year skeptical, and I think you should be. Giving a guy in Deshaun Watson – Six games as a, yep, do whatever you got to do, get right, and get ready for next year. I think that's as much courtesy as anyone will ever give $230 million. Or a $230 million quarterback. If he does not ball out, and I mean week one of next week, I can't remember who the hell said it. We had a guest on, and I said, uh, oh, no, I think it was Sean Salisbury. On Wednesday, he joins us every Thursday, or every Wednesday at 3 p.m. And he said, no, I expect him to be a pro bowler week one of next uh, next year. That's the expectation. 
because you didn't give up three first-rounders for Agim time. You didn't give up $230 million in this town being mocked and derided as uh, uh, siding with uh, alleged rapists. You didn't give up all that. And you know what? You didn't give up your dignity to some people. You didn't give all that up for, you know what, if by like next if by like next November, if you could just play a little bit better, we'd appreciate that. Denise, welcome to the show. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Here's my thing. I think that people are looking for reasons not to like Deshaun. Um, it, to me, he's, like the other gentleman said, he is making strides. You know, he has some wide receivers who can't catch a cold, let alone catch a ball. And then we got Austin Fist of line that holds every other play. So I think we just need to be a little bit more patient, give him a chance to wrap up because there's a difference between practicing and actually, you know, getting the hard hits of actual game play. I've seen Deshaun before um, and watched him in Houston when he was, you know, a really good quarterback. I think he can be that here if we can get a whole season in where he's used to the wide receivers they're used to him. We can figure out what we're going to do with Chubb and what we're going to do with um, oh, what's the other running back that wants to be traded? I can't. His name is Kareem Hunt. Yeah. So once we figure out where exactly we're going as a team, then maybe we can, we can see um, Deshaun be the quarterback that we invested the money and our reputation and all that other stuff in. Because right now, before Deshaun got back, the Browns were a mess anyway. Denise. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, uh, what I'll say is I actually vehemently disagree about the, the receivers. I, I think uh, I think the receivers are doing a great job. Um, from Amari to DPJ, Dalen Baldwin this last weekend. We had a Mike Woods, the second sighting. Um, David Bell. He, I think David Bell is actually the fifth leading receiver. I disagree on the wide receivers. Also, every offensive line in the NFL holds on every play. I think that's just part and parcel of playing in the NFL. I listen, if if you I think it's easy to say now, let's be patient for Deshaun Watson. The idea that most people in Cleveland will give him 17 games next year to find to find the Pro Bowl level, I just it's a really giving thought. It's a really wonderful thought in the holiday season. I don't think anyone's going to be feeling that festive next October if five games in that dude's played the way he has. The first three games of this year. They are the first three games of his Browns career so far. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.